seven witches right here on your classic metal show featuring james rivera on lead vocal and uh that that uh, combination of james rivera and our good friend jack frost probably the best uh combo for seven witches i like it and rivera's a nice dude and of course we love jack so you know, it's definitely, it was definitely a good combo. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I mean, he had Wade Black at one point and he had some other guy. I don't even know who it was. What's his name from Hades? Alan Tessio. Yeah. He had Alan Tessio on lead vocal, but the, the Jack Frost, uh, uh, what, combo. Yeah. Him and, uh, James Rivera best, yeah. best combo for seven witches. Yeah, I agree good times man yeah i you know again i i told this story a couple of weeks ago but i ran into jack frost out in uh at nam right and uh you know i i saw him at the heavy metal hall of fame induction ceremony which he was doing a lot of the work out there you know getting things set up the music and whatnot and you know mm-hmm. i tried to talk to him but he was kind of in the middle of doing stuff and he goes i'm busy right now i can't talk Right. And and I didn't think anything of it. It's like, all right, dude, you know, do what you got to do, you know. Right. But then when I saw him at Nam the next day, he thought I was going to blast him on the show for for blowing me off. <laughs> yeah, because that's what we are, dicks like that. Yeah, he's just like, dude, I, you know, I just thought about it after I saw you, and I couldn't talk to you, and then I thought, oh man, he's just going to crucify me on the show. Like, you know, now that I think about it, he was probably right to worry about that. Because if he, I mean, not him personally, but some people, if they were a dick, we would blast them on the show. <laughs> but then I talked to him for like a half hour the next day and I was just like, dude, I, I you were busy. I, you had shit to do. You know, I get it. I'm not like yeah. a pouty chick who sits on the couch with her leg crossed, shaking her foot with her arms crossed. Going, He's not paying <laughs> attention to me. <sighs> How come he's not paying attention to me? Right. <laughs> I came all the way to California and he won't even say hello to me. He didn't say hi. Yeah, it's not like he was in the middle of anything. Yeah. Not anything important anyway. Not more important than saying hi to (laughs) me. (laughs) I love Jack though. He's a great dude. Jack's a good dude, man. I I even though I suspect him of dosing me with that pizza. Dude, I do, because I felt fucking weird after I ate that pizza. I think there was pot in there or something. Pot or acid or something, I don't know. But I ate that pizza and was just like, damn, I am really flying here. Uh I really wasn't drinking that much. Flying high again. Speaking of that, I don't know if you saw it, but I've been watching this show. Um. Jack and Ozzy's wilderness adventure or some shit like that. Yeah, I know of it, but I have not watched any of the episodes. Well, I'm going to tell you, it's for free. Free! On on Pluto TV. Okay. On demand. All right. If you go to their on-demand section and you can find the show. I'm not normally one that ever, ever, never, ever watches reality TV. I hate reality TV. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. This fucking show is amazingly funny. Is it? It is so good. It's, it's uh, apparently Ozzy's a big history buff. Yeah, he is. And that's why he pissed and, on the Alamo. 
Well, he goes back to the Alamo. That's one of the episodes is he goes back to the Alamo after all these years. First time back to the Alamo since 82. And his piss stains were still there. Well, it, I, I won't tell you how it goes because it's definitely <laughs> worth watching. But it's literally the whole hassle of him going. It's, well, he got banned from ever being there. Yeah. And it was like a whole thing where they had to end up meeting with different councilmen and mayors <laughs> and everything else to get him to be allowed to go there. And yeah. then they were investigating what he was actually arrested for because he couldn't remember. And, and it, it was a whole thing. But this show, I, I'm just going to say, Ozzy is just like with the Osbournes, even though the Osbournes was a little bit scripted, this doesn't seem to be as scripted. This just seems like they're just fucking going places and Ozzy's a goob, a total goober. Okay. And that's what makes it funny. But man, oh man, I sat around just laughing my ass off for like two or three hours. I watched like three <laughs> episodes. It's like two or three hours of this. Yeah. And I laughed and laughed and laughed. It is such a fun show to watch because he's Ozzy. Right. He's Ozzy and seeing him, there's one, they went to, to, um, whatever the, the space, the NASA in Houston, is that connect? That's not Canaveral, whatever, whatever NASA is in Houston. And they got him in a space suit and they're telling him, they're telling him all these facts. And he of course focuses in on the stupidest shit. <laughs> He's he's interviewing um, a pilot, a, a female pilot that went up on the space shuttle or something. And he immediately goes with, did you have any sex while you were in space? <laughs> <laughs> and she's she's like, she's like, no, no, Ozzy, we never did that. And he just wouldn't let it go. He kept going back to it. He's like, well, what did you do? You were up there six months. You weren't bored. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He just kept beating her on this. And then there was another part where. They were talking about how the space suit that he was wearing is set to if if the worst happens in like the 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 cabin or whatever you call the thing the space Deca shuttle yeah, that decompress you're in, decompressor it becomes decompressed yeah how long you could live in the suit and they were like well you could live in the suit for six days Ozzy immediately is like well what happens to the poop yeah. <laughs> And they're like, well, it stays in the suit with Yazzie. And he's like, who wants to live for six days with poop in their pants? <laughs> he was just fucking cracking yeah, me yeah, up. Yeah, so he just, he just goes with all the absurd and the most uh, uh, politically incorrect uh, questions. Just He's just, I, I, but I don't think it's on, I don't think it's scripted. I really think that it's just him. Yeah, it's just how he such, is. There, there's another one that I watched where they went to um, uh, John, Jamestown or something, something in Virginia. Yeah, James, Jamestown, yeah, the first settlement. Yeah. And they got to some place where they were talking about how some of the people, when they got so hungry that they ended up digging up bodies and eating the dead bodies. Fucking Ozzy was, he's, he's looking at this skull and he's like, did they get a spoon? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just that, you know, Jack is sitting there horrified that they're telling him that they ate the fucking brain and, you know, the brain had the most ca most calories and shit. And Ozzy's like, well, did, was there a spoon available? That's like, what are you fucking thinking? You kook. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's a fun show. And I, I know I'm, 
I, I feel almost like a dick telling anybody to watch any kind of reality TV because I'm really not a fan of reality TV. But this show, I, I, I don't know exactly what it's called. It's it's Ozzy and Jack something. I think it's Wilderness Adventure or okay. something. It's it's free on Pluto TV, my new favorite. Home. Uh, all right. Well worth the view. Well worth watching, man. So that's all. All Just right. Looking for something fun to watch tomorrow. That's a... It's fun, it's silly, and it's Ozzy. There's one, they're eating fucking um, Chick-fil-A while they're listening to the XM or something and Flying High Again comes on. <laughs> yeah. So they listening, Jack, are they listening to Ozzy's Boneyard? Maybe that's what it was. It yeah. probably was. But Jack is genuinely like, dude, did you ever think you'd be sitting in a parking lot listening to Flying High Again, eating chicken sandwich? And, and Ozzy just looks up and he's like, whatever i'm world famous <laughs> just totally nonchalant like couldn't give a fuck yeah <laughs> you know he's like i've been hearing that shit for 50 years sure <laughs> it's just a fun show it's well worth watching all right so there you go another one on the watch list there you go first charles and manson and now ozzy osborne I'm a big fan of this Pluto TV, man. I know you haven't given it a try yeah, yet. Yeah, I see the app. I haven't gotten the app on the Roku, but I see it always being advertised. Pluto TV rules, dude. There's there's like 200 channels on it. It's it's like having cable, except for instead of just traditional shitty cable where you're forced to watch whatever the fuck, you know, the channels are kind of curated out of it's almost like built for binge watching. Okay. Cause instead of having like channels that'll have like news at six and a game show at seven and a, you know, a sitcom at eight and eight 30 and a drama at not, you know, like normal sitcom, yeah. like normal channels. It's like, like channels that are just one topic. Like there's a channel for, unsolved mysteries and it's just 24 hours of unsolved mysteries right and there's a channel like i said before about beavis and butthead and there's a channel for like the tv show leverage which i don't know if you ever watched but i never i didn't care for it but they do have a channel for leverage if you're into that and they have all these different channels that you can watch but then for all the shows if you don't want to watch them on the channels you can click a button and go over to the um on demand and just watch it on demand. You don't have to watch it in the order that they're that they're showing it like TV. You can just click a button and go over to on demand and pick pick and choose what you watch. It's fucking great. All right. And I, you say it's free. 100% free. Oh, nice. All right. There's, well, no, there's nothing you can even buy. I believe if there was any way to buy anything with this, I would subscribe to it. All right. Like if you could get like commercial free because it does have commercials i will say that not a ton but it does have commercials right it's kind of like crackle yeah it's, it's like crackle but man it, it, it's so worth it it's you know the free stuff usually blows goats but this pluto tv is amazing and and sony must have sunk in a, it's i think it's owned by sony and i think they they sunk in a shitload of money to make this because it's it's really, really, really decked out, man. It's fantastic. All right. I'll give it a look. Oh, Skippy said they have the old space 1999. I missed that channel. <laughs> I need to get on that. Yeah, I love that. I, I, used, I, I used to watch that. 
Did you have the little the, the ship, the, the toy ship? No, I didn't have this toy ship, but I did actually watch the show. I had the toy ship, and I also, rich kid that I was, I had the toy ship, and I also had the Space 1999 um, uh, action figure kit. All right. That, like the world, like you had the world, and if you remember, that was like a one-layer world. So it was these tubes but they were big enough for your little action figures. And me and my brother would sit there and have battles and shit in the, in the hallways. We would battle, we would battle aliens that just happened to come from the star Wars figures. <laughs> <laughs> Cause we didn't have any of the aliens from space 1999. So we just used like Jawas and stuff from the star Wars kit. Right. And they were the enemies that we fought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too take, funny. Take that George Lucas. That's right. We used his stuff as shit. Yeah. Yeah, pal. All right. Well, we talked about Howard Stern earlier yes. in the show. Mm-hmm. This is this. When I read this, I, I, I just was like, are you fucking kidding me? This, okay. is, this is how much of a how much of a politically correct pussy. Howard Stern has become from his days of being a cutting edge DJ guy. Really? And okay. Do, and doing shit that, you know, people found offensive. Right. And now he's all PC and shit. Okay. Now, all as right. you're, as you're well aware, the big scare, as we talked about at the very beginning of the show is the coronavirus. Yeah. All right. Did you know that coronavirus can be now linked to be racist coronavirus yes how well you're gonna find out okay and uh, this this just goes back to things that i've said on the show that not everything is racist everything everything in this day and age is now linked to being racist even if Mm -hmm. it's not People yeah. throw that word racist around about every fucking thing now. Racist is the new asshole. It is. You so know, so so ass- no matter what, every everything, everything is racist now, no matter what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Howard Stern show listeners call a staffer racist for linking BTS, I guess that's a performing group from like South Korea or something. Okay. Is that, is that what it is? I have no idea. Look it BTS. up. BTS. I think that's like a musical group or something. Yeah, no idea. They're from like Korea. They're a boy band or something. Um, BTS. Known as Bong Tong. Sony Ondan. Okay. As the Bangtan Boys. Okay. Seven-member seven South Korean boy band formed in 2010. All right. Mm-hmm. Now get okay. this. Now get this. We'll we'll see how coronavirus is being uh, framed as being racist. Okay. Remarks about BTS made on the Howard Stern show are being called racist by both listeners and the show's host. And Stern? Yeah. 
He didn't say it? He didn't say who what? Said who said something well, that he's finding offensive? Well, let me let me uh, read. All right. Now, just remember, Howard Stern is one who wore blackface. Oh, yeah. And he would do Mama Baba Bubule or whatever the fuck. Right. Of course. And he would do the uh, black helicopter uh, transporter. And one of his signature guests was the Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. So, so just remember, this is that Howard Stern. Okay. Okay. All right. During the February 24th episode of the Sirius XM staple, Howard Stern, a notorious germaphobe, brought up growing concerns over the deadly coronavirus with his cast of comedic, co- comedic cohorts. All right. The topic turned to BTS when staff member Salvatore or Sal uh, Governail was called out for claiming the Korean pop group and their staff were carrying the virus after spotting them during their visit to Sirius XM's New York headquarters. So he made a joke to fuck with Howard because he's a germaphobe? Yeah, he's like, BTS has probably got that coronavirus. Yeah. Okay. That's racist? Apparently so. They're from Korea and the virus is from China? I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. BTS is from Korea and Sal was freaking out. Stern explained to his millions of faithful listeners. I doubt he has millions of faithful listeners anymore. BTS was here in Sirius on Friday and Sal was saying, there's no way those guys don't have the coronavirus. He was like every asshole. Stern then pointed out that BTS are from Korea, not from China, where the current outbreak was first identified. And co-host Robin Quivers weighed in on the view that BTS and their team are touring all the time. In fact, the band had been splitting time between the U.S. and Korea this past month. And producer Gary Delabate noted that Every celebrity who walks through the Sirius XM door is traveling all over the world, not just Asians. But Governale, who has appeared on the show since 1996 when it was syndicated on terrestrial radio, doubled down on his comments. I walked into the lobby and it was like Chinatown, out of control. There were so many Asian people, he said, on the air. These people are traveling. They're not locals. They're going from country to country to country. It's a dangerous situation. You got to look at it this way. They're on airplanes. They're in hotels. BTS came up again on Friday on uh, February 25th show when Stern was responding to a listener's comment. The radio personality told Governail. Governale. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Governale. I got so many emails about what an idiot you are for avoiding a Korean boy band. One commenter labeled Governale as well as the Stern show after, let's see, one commenter labeled Governale as well as fellow Stern show staffer Ronnie Mund, who made comments about avoiding Chinese food as 
fucking old racist pieces of shit as well as misinformed. Okay. Well, they're misinformed, definitely. All right. Stern even chimed in to say, I'm super paranoid of, of diseases and germs, but you came off as a racist. Stop it. See what I mean? Stop it. You know, I, I mean, just stop. Just stop. If if every if if you can't say that guys that look Chinese look Chinese, then what can you fucking say? Yeah. And where does this stop? Where does this stop? You know, where does the sensitivity stop? I don't know, but it's just stupid. It's just like so he's he's probably making a joke, saying, "Oh, they're from Asia. They probably got that coronavirus." He was. I'm sure he was. You know, that's racist. Why is that racist? How is that racist? It's just a bad joke. Stern should Stern should just look at the emails and and do what he used to do. Hammer the fans. Yeah. He should say, if you don't like it, don't fucking listen. Exactly. Turn the channel. Turn to something out. But he, you're right. He is. What a fucking pussy. Yeah. Not standing up for his own guy. No. What a bitch yeah throughout the career of bts the group and its individual members and i'm not even going to try to pronounce these names because i'm racist sue sim kim and Koo. well soom suga hope jimin jungkook had to had to weather more than their share of close closed-minded comments and xenophobic remarks their loyal army Fan base is coming to the group's defense and criticizing the media when warranted as led to apologies from TV networks in Australia, Mexico, Germany, Greece, and beyond. In 2019, BTS fans also led a movement against MTV for relegating the group to the newly created K-pop category of the Video Music Awards, which they believed was ghettoizing BTS and keeping them from nominations for major awards the outcry led to the hashtag vma's racist trending worldwide yeah okay BTS, bts was at sirius xm's middletown manhattan complex to stop in at hits one while promoting their new album map of the soul uh, seven released the same day. The satellite radio giant reaches more than 34.5 million subscribers. Bullshit. There's no way. There's still three and a half million. Subscribers. No, 34.5 million subscribers. That's what it says. 34.5. Bullshit. Bullshit. Well, that's what it says. Dude. When, when Sirius XM was going full speed, you knew quite a few people that had it, right? Yeah. Not just yourself, but you knew people that had it. Of course. You know anybody that has it today. Just one person, and it's only because it was free. Yeah. My nephew, he bought a brand new uh, Chevy Silverado last year, and he has it in his truck. So he'll have it until May when it's been a year. Then he won't have it. Correct. (laughs) Because he listens to us. Yeah. There's no way they have I mean, I guess... I guess if they're doing the creative math of anybody that buys a new car gets it in their, in their car, I guess maybe there is, but paying customers, there's no chance there's 34 million. 
34 million at $10 a head would be what? $300 million a month. Right? Something like that. 300 million a month times 12 would be $4 billion a year. There's no fucking way that a company with $4 billion a year that is in the media business and, and you can't find one person that says that they pay for it. There's no fucking way. Nonsense. But as to the story here itself, it's like, what a joke. What a fucking joke this is. You know, who cares? Yeah. That, that would be $340 million a month. Yeah. So 10 months would be 3.4 billion and then add what? 700,000 more. Well, that would be, that would be 4 billion, a little over 4 billion a year. Billion a year. Uh huh. I, I think if they're doing $4 billion a year in business, we'd know somebody that has it. Yeah. Don't you think? Know anybody that drinks Coca-Cola? Well, I'm sure I do. Yeah, sure. But why? Because they do those kind of numbers. Yeah. You know, I mean, Jesus Christ. What a bunch of liars. Yeah. But regardless of that. Yeah. Just the fact that Stern was, you came off as a racist. Yeah. It's like, Stern, you wore blackface. Yeah. You you did Obama Mubile or whatever the hell that was. Mm-hmm. You you had Daniel Carver on your show. Yeah. You know, this is the same Howard Stern, and now he's worried that because one of his comedians said that some Asians from Korea had the uh, coronavirus, that's racist. Are you shitting me? You think that his people might have put that out themselves? Just to drum up attention to the show? I don't know. But just, even if they did, that, to me, that, that's, a, that's a puss look. Well, yeah, I agree. It's a pussy look. But he's trying to look like fucking, you know, the entertainment guy. Yeah, whatever. He's trying to be that guy. He's yeah. trying to be the rival to Ellen. Yeah, whatever. You know, he's a douche. It's, a, it's amazing to me. That a guy, I I mean, let's be honest, dude, without Howard Stern, we are not doing this. We're not doing it. There's no way because he, he fucking drew the roadmap on how to do it, how to do it, how to do it. Right. I can't even fathom that that's the same guy that's there now. It's unbelievable what he's done to his career. Yeah. Unfucking believable. Yeah. I mean, it, it's unlistenable drivel now. Just sad, really. That's a sad story. Honestly. <laughs> that this guy that fucking set the set the bar as high as it ever got for radio is now fucking laying laying low, trolled, you know, he he's at the bottom rung. He's he's not as edgy as the guys he used to make fun of. He's uh-uh. not as edgy as the Grease Man or Bob and Tom <laughs> or or any of those guys that, you know, man cow. Right. He's not as edgy as any of those fucking guys. And those were guys that he took pride in running out of business. You know, John DeBella. John DeBella has more edge than Howard Stern today. It's fucking sickening. It is sickening.
I hate that story. <laughs> when I read that, I was just like, how are you turning a virus into a racist issue? Yeah. How could that possibly be? Yeah. It affects everyone. It just doesn't affect Asians. By the way, it's not a racist issue. It's a Trump issue. It's Trump's fault. Of course. Isn't it? Have they said that yet? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, have they? <laughs> That's what they're trying to do. Uh, Russia, Russia, Russia didn't work. The phony impeachment didn't work. So now they're going to try to turn this coronavirus into a Trump uh, failure. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. We got to somehow blame this president for something. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it really bugs you that they it, fucking continually attack this guy. Th- there's it? no reason to attack this guy. He's done nothing wrong. Nothing. They, they just hate his success because he's exposing them for the frauds that they are. Right. That's, that's really what it boils down to. They just absolutely hate that he has exposed them for the frauds that they are. Right. Well, and he did it without, he did it without their help. You know, he, he, he found success without doing it the way that they all did, which was, you know, working with each other in tandem. He's done it without any of them. And that's, that's what makes them the most crazy. I think. He's not only the conductor of the Trump train, he's the creator of your Saturday chaos. It's Neely on a classic metal show. I want to read you an email while we're in that. All right. All right. This comes from Lanny Call Jr. And it came to the Facebook. Okay. It says, hey, Neely and Chris, just wanted to tell you guys how much I love the show. I actually found you guys while listening to Mr. Me, Myself, and I, Eddie Trunk. I wanted to thank Chris for his service to our country. My grandpa and all four of his brothers fought in World War II. And thanks to Neely for his love for President Trump. We need more Trump in 2020. You guys are a breath of fresh air in a world where people like Princess Shitbag Pelosi is entitled and hypocritical enough to try and run our country into the ground. The music info bands and music just rocks. Thanks for not being PC pussies. Hail and kill, fuck you, pal, and hand job. Very nice. About 30 fucking letters. Very nice. So there you go. That's from Lanny Call Jr. All right. Thank you, Lanny. There you go. I just thought since since you played the Trump train thing, I was like, well, you actually got some Trump train love this week. I did. There you go. <laughs> Very nice. Well, thank you, Lanny. There you go. Appreciate the appreciate the input. Mm-hmm. Since uh, since you just read an email, I'll read an I'll read one from uh, Joseph Thompson. Okay. Hey, I'm Joe. I'm 27. Love listening to you guys. I have uh, cerebral palsy. Okay. I discovered you guys making fun of Jennifer. Man, the best retard jokes ever. (laughs) Wonder whatever happened to her. Maybe she saw 32 pennies and thought it was ice cream. Just an idea, knowing your success of CMS and Jennifer, maybe take a look at this. He sent me a YouTube link. 
If you guys ever need help, I want to help out. I want to, uh, I went to school for audio production. Keep on doing what you're doing. This is the best damn show ever. Wow. Thanks, J- Joe. Hand job. Hand job. Thanks, Joe. Best show ever. I don't know about all that. Well, but that's what we'll he, th- well, that's what he thinks. We'll take the love. That's what Joe thinks. Joe thinks this is the best damn show ever. Well, eventually we'll cross his line. <laughs> Hail and kill, caller. You're on the air. Hail and kill, boys. Hey, it's Ozzy Ace. What's going on, Ozzy? Glad you didn't call like well, two minutes before I, we ended the show. Well, about the corona thing, um, just a couple of things. I was supposed to receive some, but I'm getting it tomorrow. It should have come Friday because I was going to send it to Sydney with the Mardi Gras fucking on. I didn't, said what? I didn't follow anything that you just said there, Ozzy. What do okay. you... I, I got a contact in China. I know all about the virus. I got some vacuum sealed. I was going to send it down and release it for the Mardi Gras last night in Sydney. Okay. They, they, okay, cel- they celebrate Mardi Gras in Sydney? Yeah, last night it was in Sydney. Mardi Gras, the whole fucking... It was being telecast 68 countries worldwide or something so i'm trying to get my hands on the virus in powder form to release it i thought good number to wipe out what are you the unabomber the uh virus <laughs> you're getting the virus and powder form from china and you want to you want to throw it into the mardi gras crowd yeah, yeah, throw it on a fucking float, and it could have taken them out, but it doesn't arrive till tomorrow. What the fuck are you thinking, Ozzy? <laughs> well, I can take out fucking what? 10, 20,000 queers in one hit? <laughs> I don't even know that you want to make this joke, Ozzy, and I'm not even kidding. Why not? Uh, uh, second question. How is the U.S. explaining that it started, how it started? Well, they're saying that it happened in in wet marketplaces in China. So you haven't heard the bat and snake well, we theory? Heard that, yeah, I heard that that it came from from bats, but mostly what I've heard is that it mm-hmm. that it originated in China in very damp or wet marketplaces. Okay. Well, I know a few people in China, as you know, and and one in the government. And this is what I've been told, is Jinping can't get access to any nuclear stuff. So we got created in a lab in Canada. And then he's going to put that in the end of the uh, warheads. And it got created in a lab in Canada, a Chinese person working there brought it back to China. Okay, so he wants to basically have a uh, 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 what? What would you call that? What do you call that when? Well, yeah, Well, no, it, it's when it's uh, chemical warfare. Correct. Yeah, he can't get access to nuclear, so that's the inside in that I heard anyway. All right, it sounds like a conspiracy theory, but okay. It's not even. Okay. It's not well, even 100%. Now, I wonder death. how bad it's doing for the Corona beer. That would be the worst, the worst weapon of all time because it's not even a. It's not like anthrax that, that kills you. It can kill you, but 
you know, you can also get over it like the flu. Coronavirus. That's is what not I like... heard. Maybe in large doses. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so you you pay too much to too much attention to conspiracy theorists. Yeah, no but shit. I know. <laughs> That's me talking to a, uh, a Chinese by this week because I've got to look at importing in that. You see, so depends on how long they're going to put this bloody embargo on. See, otherwise I might have to get manufacturing a little bit done in Taiwan. I, don't, I mean, anyway, so I've got to, I'm weighing up a lot of options at the moment, but that's what I was told anyway from one person. I went, okay, different theory. Well, how, how do you speak to that person in China? Do you go, I just don't want to go Hey, hey, that's right. Um, uh, no, speak, the most people I speak to are uh, fairly good English. Unlike you? <laughs> very unlike him. <laughs> yeah, very unlike me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just one other thought as well. You know how you're talking about the two Judas priests and you got your, your, your kisses and your, your fill-ins and that? Yeah. Okay. What's your thought on if you had the real Peter, Chris and real Ace Freely and a young Gene and Paul now touring against the other, what's happening now. Like, no one's ever thrown that out there. Like, that would, would, that, would that satisfy people? Like, Jackal, would he go? Because it's the real Ace and you got a fucking young so, Paul, a young... So, so if you got uh, Ace and, and uh, Peter Chris with uh, two yeah. guys that were like a Gene and Paul and they went out as right. another version of Kiss... Would that satisfy yes. fans? Is that your question? Yes. No Gene, no, no Paul, no Kiss. That's my thoughts. Couldn't happen because because part of the Kiss thing is the makeup, and Gene owns all that. Well, I know. I went and saw Gene and Ace at the Tivoli, 3,000 people, and uh, fucking you could buy a ticket at the door. Were they wearing makeup? Two original members. Were they wearing makeup? No, no what, makeup. What was it? Was it Jean's vault thing? Yeah. Well, in the afternoon, but at night, Jean came out, done his set. Ace came out and done the last half a dozen songs with him. Yeah, but you're 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 making my argument. Without makeup, no one cared. Correct. So no one would give two shits to see Ace and and Peter together. No one would give a shit. Ace and Gene. Yeah, but what he yeah, was going by what's your original it. thought about uh, Ace and, and Peter Chris the, together with a with a a Gene and a Paul fill-in guy. Nobody wants to see okay. the Hot with Shade tour. Well, Paul's son and, and Gene's son. Which gig are you going to? All right, Ozzy, your manager is really <laughs> up. Come here, get Neely, send me that fucking address, too. What address? Chris's. Mine? I don't the want the coronavirus. Oh, don't send that Neely, to me. There was a Comic Con in Chicago today. Um, I don't know whereabouts, I guess, in the city. Okay. I was just curious, like, on because it's so rough, it was a two-day event. Um... I was going to nearly get you to go there, pay you to go there to get an appraisal from someone. 
All right, Ozzy. Thanks so much for calling. Oh, God. Oh, I can tell you that could work on that Star Wars show, too. Kill and kill. <laughs> fuck you, pals. And fuck the queers and fuck them all. <laughs> fuck you. Good job. It goes Ozzy. What the hell he's, was that? He's all over the place. I'm all for telling jokes on this show. Yeah, I but, really but boy, I, I I thought he was being serious about that whole Mardi Gras shit. It's yeah, like, it's what, like, what are you, you talking about? You don't want to put that out there right now. <laughs> the world's already fucking on edge, and then they hear somebody threatening to fucking use it as a bomb. How about we don't make that joke? Yeah, on a on a gay parade. Yeah, how about not the attention the classic <laughs> metal show wants? No. I'm never one. I'm usually never one to say that we don't, you know, that, that we want to censor anything. I'm going to make a statement here. No more threats of bombing gay people with viruses. We're banning that. No more, no more of that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Ozzy. He's all over the map. Now he wants to pay you to go to Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah. So I can get an appraisal so on a comic book. What are you going to get appraised? I don't know. And why couldn't you get it appraised not at Comic-Con, just like with a comic book dealer? I, I have no idea. I know nothing about that that <laughs> that that uh, uh, community. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That was a call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ozzy's a character. Yeah, he is. All right. 